Come on. The strong, the powerful Shane Foss has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Shane. Uh, good to be back, George. Yeah. Shane is the founder and CEO of Hooray Health. They are a limited benefit medical plan provider built to use with a national provider network of retail clinics and urgent care centers. Excited to have you back on. Shane, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So uh, personal life, my, my youngest went off to college this year, which was hard. So now we're officially empty nesters, which is a weird phase in your life. <laughs> You know, at first it's really scary and then it's actually kind of cool. And, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the big thing there. You know, my, my son now is, you know, graduated college and is a working professional. So that's exciting. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's fun, but, uh, doing what I do, doing what I love, right. Which is, uh, providing low cost health insurance options to, uh, to small and large businesses, right. Just taking care of, uh, Americans that need to be taken care of right now. Nice. I appreciate that. Different seasons of life. I was just telling you that, that my kids are turning two and five next month and and you're in the thick of it (laughs) and you're going to be there for a while, but enjoy every second of it because it goes quick. Yeah. So, so, so the story goes, I appreciate that. So we talked last, last July. Um, so it's been a little bit, well, geez, almost a, almost a year and a half at this point. Yeah. Um, and and a, a lot has certainly changed. Um, I think that that minimum wage laws have probably gone into effect during that time. How are right. you seeing that impact your world? Well, I think you know, really, the biggest change, obviously, COVID happened since you know we last spoke, and I think, you know, the biggest transition that's happened, we we call it the Great Resignation. You had with COVID um, or prior to COVID, you had this really low, I mean, I think our unemployment rate was like three and a half percent, four percent. It was, you know, it was crazy. Well, um, well, then we went into COVID and then you have all these furloughs and layoffs during this transition and, uh, you know, a lot of uncertainty. So obviously unemployment, you know, spikes. Well, now, um, you know, as we were talking earlier, you know, people have, you know, we had two and a half million people retire early and as hr people we were um we were waiting for this for 2030 right there's going to be this flip of there's too many jobs not enough people well what's happened is you know in april this last year we had four million people opt out of the job market right Hmm. four million plus you got two and a half million retirees of course not including the people that you know passed away so there is this huge now there's this inversion of there's more jobs than people to take jobs right and so there's this gap and prior to that you know it was low wages no benefits were needed you know it was just you know look it was an employer's market well now you've got wages going up right we were talking earlier you know we're, we're talking some groups that you know their their payroll has changed in the millions um, but now to even recruit, you know, you, we've got McDonald's right over here paying 17 to $21 an hour. Now that, you know, they want to offer benefits. And so it's a very competitive job market. And so that's the big transition. And you see, 
these employers trying to hang on to their employees. So not only is it pay, but it's benefits. And so this year we've seen a lot of a huge transition where our product was mainly for part-time uninsured, um, you know, gig economy workers, where we've gone a lot more into the full-time employees, which is really has been a great transition because there's, you've got the, this, this population that can't afford a $3,000 deductible, right? Over 40% of Americans only have $400 in their bank account or less than $400. So a $3,000 deductible may as be may as well be a million dollars. So they're opting out of major medical even as a full-time employee. And so, you know, we see a huge transition there. So first dollar coverage, which is what we offer, um, is really attractive to them. And from an employer standpoint, they're able to pay for 100% of it. And so it's really, uh, it's really been a good transition for us. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be the next, next few years is going to be really, uh, really interesting. So refresh my memory. What do you mean by first dollar coverage? Sure. So we are a hospital indemnity and accident medical expense. So that means we don't have a deductible. We pay a fixed amount. And so there's, we pay first dollar. And so when you look at a traditional major medical plan, they pay after the deductible is met, right? Or, or co-insurance, right? So it's a different, it's a different plan. So we pay first dollar. So when, if I'm, you know, if I'm making $15 an hour and I've got a couple hundred bucks in the bank, you know, I go to an urgent care, you know, it could be $400. Well, that takes up all of my savings. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to avoid that with us. They're able to go to the doctor and we'll pay that upfront through a contracted rate. And then they just don't have to worry about it. Right. Um, so it's, there's no deductible to be met. Got it. Okay, perfect. So I, I remember, and this is going to be terrible because it's possible you didn't read this article, but I read about, it was an article that was floating around the uh, the uh, internet talking about how some hamburger chain in Seattle paid their employees twenty five bucks an hour and how they only had to increase the cost of their burgers to like two bucks or something like that. And I appreciate that that's that that's not real life. And yeah. here here in the real world, businesses they I, I think want to do as right by their people as they possibly can. And the employees want to position themselves for success in the way that they, you know, can do that as well. So you talked about how some full-time employees are opting out of major medical. So that is not obviously, uh, you know, and, and, and then to be left with nothing, that is not good. So this first Correct. dollar option, this is, you're, you're really stepping up to fill that need. Yes, absolutely. And so, yeah, cause you know, when you're, even when you're making less or if you've got a family and you're, you know, you're in that situation where you're making even $25 an hour, every penny counts, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're paying for something and then, you know, expected to pay more to, to hit it, I mean, the majority of Americans, right? The majority of Americans have $1,200 worth of medical expenses a year, 1200 bucks. And so if you look at under our plan, we cover that. And, um, but you look at a high de- or even a high deductible, normal deductible plan right now, um, if you have $3,000, you know, so now you got, not only are you paying for the insurance, you're paying that $1,200. And so the value proposition for an hourly employee like that just isn't there. Got it. 
Appreciate that. Okay, so you mentioned that the next few years are going to be really interesting. What what uh, what do you see coming? Well, you know this shortage. You know you've well. I think the pizza industry is a great in, or a great example. You know the 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 shortage of worker or employees working at a pizza place is a prime example. You look at some of the um, most popular technology that's going on are uh, robotics in the kitchen. And pizza, I've just seen all this work on the pizza industry where, you know, you've got pizzas making your, or robots making your pizzas. And so you're going to, we're going to see this continued shortage of, you know, employees going in there, uh, you know, that are eligible to work there. But not only are you going to see that, you're going to see um, uh, the the business owner, right, become more, um more in 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 uh, uh, more creative, and how do we you know how can we do more with less, right? And so um, yeah, I think I think we're going to see a lot, you know, big transition to um, a lot of automation in industries that wouldn't have wouldn't have traditionally really rushed to automation. So uh, yeah, I think that we're going to see a lot of that. Um, you know, look at what, what's happened with telemedicine. You're going to see a lot more. A lot more care delivered virtually because it's more acceptable now, um, and uh, that's exciting because you know virtual care can be very powerful in certain settings. Nice. So, how has you've you've been at this for for a good little while now? How has the way that you've distributed? How have how 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 is the way that the people have found you that that you've been finding people? How has that changed, and 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 how do you see that going? Well, it's been pretty much the same since you know, with us really focusing on the broker uh, brokers that actually are already contracted with employers. But I think where we're going to really see a transition over the next couple of years is um, transitioning into the individual market where you um, where you're selling directly to individuals across, you know, a plan that is, uh, um, you know, in that an individual is they're self-employed, they're, you know, some state or they're not accepting the benefits from their employer and they can, uh, but they're looking for an affordable alternative to major medical. Um, so I think that's going to be really for us, that's going to be a, a big distribution shift. I mean, we're, we keep the broker model. That's that's the same. But um, so we'll, because I, th- I want to say, you know, you look at there was a good article with Uber the other day. Uber's aver- average driver now makes thirty five dollars an hour. Well, thirty five dollars an hour. I would much rather have $35 an hour than $15 an hour. So what's going to happen, right? You're going to see a big transition going from, you know, oh, I'm working at, you know, I'm working at uh, um, McDonald's or I'm working at, you know, some fast food or Target or whatever. I'm going to just go work for Uber. And so we see a lot more of the gig workers coming around. And so, um, and they're going to need insurance, right? How is how has the uh, how have how does major medical look at look at Hooray Health? Do they say this is great? Do they say this is awful? Well, they they don't really look at us as, as a 
as a competitor, right? I mean, because we're not, we, we are not major medical. We're, we don't cover everything that major medical does. And so, um, when you look at it through the lens of major medical that, you know, we're just kind of, um, you know, uh, a necessary component of the, of the health system, I think. Got it. I think that that makes a lot of sense. And for these, I think it's fascinating. I hadn't seen that um, that that report on Uber that the average driver is making around thirty five dollars an hour. And these are probably questions I should know the answer to. How viable is it for them to go onto? Is it the exchange and and yeah. and, and, and get health care? Is that still running against the problem of having a three thousand dollar deductible? How does that all shake out? Yeah, I mean it, it's. You know, it's funny because um, with Biden, Biden raised it up to 150 percent of the of the federal poverty line, which gets it up to you know ninety thousand dollars in some states where they'll pay for the plan. But the reality is, you still have a three thousand dollar deductible, right? So, um, so that's great, and that's short term because I think it runs out this year, if I'm not mistaken. But um, but the, the exchanges are, are very expensive. They, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you'll go on the exchange, you'll see $12,000 deductibles on there, hmm. right? And uh, I mean, that's, and what's funny is, it's pretty expensive for a $12,000 deductible, right? It's not like it's a hundred bucks. It's, you know, it's, it's expensive. So uh, yeah, you know, you look at, you look at, um, you know, there's there's really two two people that go to the exchange. You've got the people that are gonna get get it paid for, right? Get the get the tax benefit, um, or you're gonna go there because I'm you know I'm a realtor and I'm making a couple hundred grand a year and I need a I need a plan, and I'm self self uh, um, employed, and you know the exchange works, but you know you're not um, you know from a value standpoint, I mean, it's still incredibly expensive. Got it. Okay. I like it. Well, this is a good option. So for, for those, if it's, who is, who is a perfect candidate for, uh, for Hooray Health as an organization? Is it restaurant groups? Tell, walk me through who yeah, that sure. is. And, and then, and then, um, for lack of a better term, sort of talk about the pros and the cons and sure. why you think that, that you're a good fit. Yeah. So um, restaurant groups and hospitality are great for us because they have a large hourly population. Um, and what, what they can do with us is they can, they can offer us part-time population as a voluntary option. They can um, offer us as a full-time option for their hourly and really carve out their management and their management would be able to buy, you know, major medical, but, um, that hourly, because that population, they have large hourly population and they're not participating in major medical today. And so, um, that is, you know, that is the challenge for them because, you know, they don't want a hundred percent. They don't care if there's not a hundred percent of the population that's participating, but, they care if there's only 15% participating, right? They, they want to have, you know, 75% participating because, you know, that's, that means that they're coming in on time, that they're, you know, getting the care that they need, that they're healthy and, um, and you know, that they're, they're, um, they're stable. Yeah, certainly. That's a, 
the last thing you want is for somebody to have a, a medical emergency or an event and and then they're behind the eight ball financially or and, right. and any number of things. So that makes sense. Well, Shane, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So um, difference maker is uh, really talking to talking to um, uh, market changers out in there. Look, look for some creative people to look at new solutions. I think the uh, the old the old thought uh, is gone, and you need to you need to really get creative to make sure that uh, you're able to hire the best talent and retain the best talent in the industry right now. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Jane, thank you for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can go to hoorayhealth.com, H-O-O-R-A-Y health.com, and, uh, and you can connect with us there, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Shane Foss at Hooray Health. I like it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Shane your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to hoorayhealth.com, H-O-O-R-A-Y health.com and uh, check out the great resources. Connect with Shane on LinkedIn. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Shane. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. And good until, to see you again. Good to see you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.